I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. What's up? What's up? 90 Day Fiancé OG Season 8 Episode 4 What's Mine is Mine. So it took me a while. I couldn't figure out what's mine is mine means. I think you kind of I think you kind of led me in the right direction. Right. This is about Joby's apartment. Right. It's, it's his apartment. apartment. My apartment. My it, rug in my apartment. Right. My, my, my. Right. I me mine. Right. That would have been a better title, wouldn't it? Right. I think so. Less uh, people would know what that was. Right. I get that. <laughs> References all the time around that no one understands. It's the Rip Taylor reference. If Show, you know shows our is. age. If you, if you don't know who Rip Taylor is, I can't help you. So <laughs> search that and you'll see. My rundown this week is this. Let's add French toast to the list of things that Natalie hates. <laughs> the very long list. Yes, it's growing and growing and growing. I think the shorter list would be what she likes. And I'm not sure what's on that list yeah, yet. Yeah, I don't think. That's not I a tough found list. French toast is a tough thing to hate. I guess the French toast without any butter or without any syrup. I'm not sure that I can even add coming to America to her. I like No, this. no. She was excited about that. She, she was, was in tears. until she got here. She was in tears at the airport. I think what she really likes is being in America, and she does not like Mike or Washington or the forest. Or woods. You hear that? When does the forest end? When or does cold. The, when does the, she's in the Pacific Northwest. When does the forest end? Oh, my gosh. It does not. Like mid- and didn't she come from Russia? Like, does she not know what cold is? Yeah, I'm I confused. So. Maybe they have better heat there. I don't know. She brought the wrong clothes. Yeah, I think people's image of America maybe is like San Skewed. Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Re- Rebecca proves that a watch pot does, in fact, boil by hitting the refresh button on her browser and have it actually work. That was bizarre. Yes. Odd. We'll get into that. She hit it, what, like two, three times? Well, you know. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. You know my thoughts on that. I don't know how I can avoid when we talk about them to avoid what I think about her producer. Yeah. Brandon gets some bedside treats left for him by his mother. How special. You remember what that was? Is he a good boy? Yes, some condoms. Yes, there were some condoms left by his bedside. I think that's creepy. I think uh, is ev- it is every- it everything that I've seen in the news about them calls <laughs> his parents helicopter parents. I think that is quite an accurate description. Right. Yeah, it's just weird. What parent buys condoms for their own child? That yeah, is creepy. Twenty-seven-year-old child. Like, ugh. you think you'd just slip her breast control pills in her food? <laughs> right, like, grind them up, yeah, put them in her good. morning milk or yeah, something. Yeah, do that. Jovi gets called out by the furniture store clerk for being a turd. He certainly did, and I was clapping. And bravo, she, bravo. And she even offered to get him a Snickers to improve his mood. That was so funny. That lady was funny. Yeah, she was. That was good. She was almost the highlight of the so show. So we had, yeah, almost. Almost. Not actually, <laughs> not even close. For normal. Yes. <laughs> we'll say. Well, we had the GameStop clerk with Rebecca, and we kind of liked I like it when they ask random people what they think about their relationships. Uh-huh. We have Andrew, and he learns that Mexico isn't quite such a fan of his practice of finding loopholes and visas and quarantine rules. I'm sure. Yes, they're not. They were not happy 
not They happy. were not on board with his plan. Yeah, but he found it. He researched it. But unfortunately, she was the one who got to be on yeah, the how receiving crappy end is that? of that. You that send her. Crappy. Send her on your cockamamie well, Not just scheme. send her. He guilted her by telling her it would be the way to prove she loved him enough. Right. And then she gets detained. Yes. Upon entry. I wonder how much of that is manufactured. We'll get to see, mm. I guess, more of that. Because we didn't get to see any of her. We don't know where she is. Right. And we know that he checked into the resort. <laughs> Without her. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, I have this room. So I might as well check in. <laughs> I mean, I get that you need, like, a home base and he doesn't have a car and that kind of thing. And you're actually right. It's easier to make fun of him for checking into the resort. It, but he it does did initially strike me as totally convenient. messed up. He's got to have but, a place but to then stay. But he, then he has, you know, needs to have a place Agreed. to start. He has to unload his baggage and, you know, have a place to get a phone book and that kind of thing. Right. A phone book. Because he doesn't speak the language. And finally, and last, but definitely not least, Crazy Stephanie just won 90 Day Fiance in just one episode. She's the winner. Of? Of it. She won it. She's, she. So this was a game show. She's the she, winner of, she won all of it. the biggest whack job. All of it. In eight seasons, she's the winner. She won. It's over. <laughs> Check out. There is so much. There's no way I could save Stephanie for the end of our complete rundown because I don't know that we can even get through all of this in a normal amount of time. I don't know where to start. We're going to we're going to know that all of all of you listeners have already <laughs> seen this. You've already watched this, so I don't think we'll do like a detailed rundown of her wacky glasses, the weird injections that she takes. Yeah, what the heck was that? All of that. It's it's it. There's too much here to get into. Her hula hoop, hundred hour hula hoop challenge. Yeah, everything about her is whacked out. Yes, this is this chick is a complete whack job. Uh, I I spent the entire time with my mouth open, just in shock at how bizarre her entire life is. Yes, all of this. I mean, she works at this. Skin and weight loss center. She owns the place. Drives a Maserati. Um, yeah, that was the first thing you said to me was, how is this crazy chick uh, even functional enough to have her own business and be successful A successful at business owner. <laughs> You're like, what, how what, does her brain work? What exactly? she must have is excellent managers of her place. And a great idea is what she must have. <laughs> She's got these cats. I mean, the list just goes on and on. She has this mural, I, I don't know, the size of a like a car dealership flag on her wall I was of herself. And not watching. It's so crazy. I didn't see it. She's in these white dress and sandals sprawled out. I mean, her cats are well, there. I mean, let's face it, she has no one else in her life. It's just so crazy. She just has pictures of herself. She says that this Ryan is the hottest guy she's ever dated and the youngest guy she's ever dated. The fact that she's ever dated at all was enough of a shock for me. Right. And I don't know, but I'm not the best judge, but he doesn't seem that hot. No. He doesn't crack the, I don't no. know, probably the top 20 yeah. hottest guys on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. I, don't, I, I would definitely rank Binyam above this dude. Right. I think, you know, if you went, down your, you went down your list, I mean, I just think of. Even, got, De, even DeVar. 
Pedro would rank higher. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You've got even Azan is kind of an attractive looking dude, isn't he? Yeah, all of them. Way better than this dude. You've got Andre. I'm thinking at this point, David. You know, would rank higher <laughs> in his latest look, maybe. Yes, and that's that David, not um, not necessarily Annie and David. Right, right, right. Yeah. We're talking about David and but, Lana. David. I don't know with his hair; he's not looking so bad, is he? Right. Yeah. So all of that, right? Then we get her with the psychic. So you, you put all of this together, and then the psychic comes in, who's crazy psychic. Who is just looking at the face of these cards and here's the snake, so this is bad. I did some research on the cards. I don't even have time to get into that because that lady is a whack job herself. Yeah. It, that's just crazy. And that's like her best friend or something. So. What does that tell you? Right. It's Yeah, it's just nuts. So in the psychic and her pounding, pounding a bottle of wine. So maybe that tells you a little bit about everything. So. All of that said, and she said that she's caught him on his phone with like three or four different women. So all of this just piles up, piles up. And then she says... She lowers the boom. No, well, she says, I've got the secret that I don't... That I haven't told him yet. And I think it could change things. Now, in normal 90-day fiancé world, that secret lasts half a season, three quarters (laughs) of a season. At least a couple more episodes down the road. They drop the bomb right then. And usually the secret is, I'm still married. Yes. Uh, I have I, a kid. I contacted. You could go and and I contacted my ex-girlfriend when we were on a breakup. Right? Right. That, that's a bomb. Or I checked on a girl that I used to be with uh, yeah. during the pandemic. Right. This is a bomb. These are bombs. Those are big time bombs. My divorce isn't final. Still, big bomb. I have another kid I didn't tell you about. Where would I slept with his cousin <laughs> fall into this? It's the biggest bomb I think and ever. And not know about it. Ever I guess dr- cousins not telling either. Ever dropped? That's probably a bad thing too. There's right. a whole other twist to this. Your cousin didn't rat you out. I mean, dudes are bad. A dude would sleep with your cougar girlfriend. And then, you know, maybe sleep with her again, and then, again, and then maybe tell you when she broke it off. Mm-hmm. But evidently, we're assuming cousin didn't tell her. Didn't but, tell him. Yeah. But mm-hmm. how is this even possible? How did all of this happen in like a 20-minute segment? Yeah. This is all of it. They threw a season at us. She is in the Hall of Fame. In one episode. Yeah, and so I said to you, if they dropped all that about her in one go, then she must have more to tell yeah. <laughs> for the other episodes. I, I don't get it. And her cats don't even like her. Yeah. These are, I mean, what cats don't like anybody. What was with her feeding the cat key lime yogurt so, off a spoon? I think it's the only way she could get the cat to come near her. The rest of the episode, she's chasing this cat around and it is running from her. It's going away. She talks to the cats like children. Well, I think that could be a show just for the show, you know? I don't know. I think she's a whack job as well. I think she is a whack job. But I didn't know. So is there, and we haven't really discussed this a whole lot. So is there a rule, like if you and I, before we were married, if, you know, things got kind of rough, 
what level of your family um, would one be allowed None. to be? Well, is there a level? Is no, it a cousin? Oh, no, no, no relatives. Allowed. Neighbors? That's that's awful. What's a relative? Third cousin, second cousin? By blood at all? Hmm. Even married? We're all in. related. Okay, you know. Oh, so in laws are out. In laws are out. That makes sense. In laws, family members are out. Right. Anywhere where you might end up someday at a family gathering or dinner with that person. Anybody who is could out. possibly be invited to the wedding itself or a funeral. Sure. Yeah, anytime you could okay. run into this person in family gatherings, hmm. off limits. That makes sense. Because if there was a rule, I just, you know, if there was a rule against this, you know, if I would have known or if maybe if, if she would have known, like there was a rule, maybe, you know, is that frowned upon? That like, is frowned upon. It is frowned upon. So she hadn't told him yet. So I think the only, these two will not ever be together. Well, here's the thing. Right. No. Well, I would I would have said that anyway because yeah. who's going to end up with this chick? Cause well, we didn't know that job. before. We thought, look, you've got to have a – we thought she's in competition with baby girl Lisa and Angela. She's in a different league. Just for being cougars. Yeah, she's, she's in she's a different crazy. league. I mean, there's, there's nobody for this lady. I'm sorry. Right. She's in the Hall of Fame. This is great. But the trouble is, is it's peaked. This storyline has peaked. Well, I think it peaks when he finds out about the cousin. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but... And so we find out about him is what's his reaction. If he goes, eh, oh, well, then he's probably just in it for the green, green card. card. <laughs> but if he gets legitimately upset, then... Well, I think he could get legitimately, legitimately upset and still be just in it for the green card because he would be thinking... Man, just how much do I have to tolerate to get this green card? <laughs> right. I mean, obviously, he was tolerating a lot already because she's a whack job. And she's old enough to be his mother. Well, yes. Well, she's older than her mother, which is not the first time. These things would normally shock <laughs> us. You know, you're, you're... But they're par for the course on 90 days. Your fiancé is older than your mom. We get that. And so we get all of that in one big package and I've slept with members of your family. That's cool. This is like Old Testament, Old Testament stuff here. <laughs> That's what we're getting. That's great. I don't know even where this goes from here. I've seen enough of this tarot card reader, though. They could pass her aside. They didn't need this stuff. This producer is probably on overload. Like he gets off the phone after the first day of filming. And calls Sharp and says, uh, I, I have a spinoff for you. <laughs> right? So, well, we have to have her on the regular episode first. Like, this is insane. This is the best stuff ever. <laughs> this is more than we anticipated. And yeah. I'm shocked that they could wait till a fourth episode to spring well, this on us. The thing about her, though, is I have zero interest in her storyline. Agreed. I mean, I, I'm over it already. Right. But... For the shock factor of just how crazy she is. Yeah, it was there worth was it. That. But that, now I'm, I'm kind of done with it. That was still one of the greatest episodes ever. <clears> just because <throat> of, you just couldn't turn away. Right. It's, it, it's like a, a rubbernecking on the highway at an accident. It's, you just you, can't help but look. You know, and the stuff you don't like, it's the cult drama with Jess or it's the Larissa. <clears throat> you know, the queen. 
if you mess with a queen, you know, that, this is on that level. Queen must die. Yeah, this is there. I mean, this is where we are. This was that big of a thing. Mm, that was fun. I mean, I couldn't almost wait to talk about it. That was great. <laughs> I could tell. Yes, it was just amazing. But that's enough of her. Yes, we get off to Amira is on her way to Mexico. Oh, poor Amira. Yes. I really like her. She seems like the sweetest, most genuine girl. Yeah, she almost seems like a puppy headed out, you know. To a wolf. <laughs> yes. And and so she just does what we think Andrew has pushed her into. Right. She's nervous about going. Because of COVID. You know, we've all been, we've not been in this situation, but, you know, I think we've all been at a place where we are entering something we don't know what's going to happen. Right. I think for me, it would be like, I don't think it's at this level, but like kind of when you enter, when I went into the military and you get off the bus at, at basic training and you don't know what you legitimately you don't know what's coming. have no idea what's coming every minute. And so she's headed into this. And could you imagine? Getting her, detained. Sure. and Poor thing. And you're in Mexico City. I'm sure at the airport they probably speak some English, but her English is broken. She speaks French. It, it's kind of a mess. And we have no idea. She just really disappears. Yeah, and he said that the French embassy is closed because it's the weekend. So that means she can't get any help either. And that's a part of the problem. So if you're – it just lets me think that, that Andrew isn't a bright person uh-huh. because – He didn't anticipate or prepare well, for that possibility. to put her there on the weekend, right, is a mistake. Then. Right. If there's going to be an issue and you expect that she's going to be detained uh-huh. in some way. And that, I, that's even a possibility. I think he thought she was just going to walk off the plane. Right. I wonder if they had like a t- multiple tickets, like if they'd already purchased the ticket to the States in two weeks and so her final destination was there. I don't I'm know. not sure how they did all this. No telling. But, you know, Mr. I have loopholes or mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what did he, what he said, how that went last week. Yes, he said, I'm pretty good at finding resources and loopholes is what he. He just went on a forum for people doing k1 visas and so this this worked for me or this could work right and you know because f- everybody was in the same boat with their fiancés being on hold with covid and how fluid that situation was and so ever changing it could change every single day right what worked one day might not work the next because they were constantly preparing for those loopholes yeah and they were pressured i mean the pressure was is they had to get her to America within six weeks. Right. Maybe she could have taken a boat. That wouldn't have been a good idea. <laughs> so he, they've got a resort in Puerto Vallarta. So that's... Um, that's Which like, he's now enjoying alone. Yeah, he is. It's like the love boat. That's where the love boat was always going. <laughs> the love right. boat. That's, see, we're doing older references now. Rip Taylor and the love boat all in the same episode. <laughs> So Amira's she's in Mexico City. He's in Puerto Vallarta. So, and she's not free to roam, evidently. So she hasn't gotten out and been able to call. Yeah, he's he doesn't not been even able know how to reach her. Right. He's not so smooth at finding loopholes now. Let's she see. must. I'm thinking she must have gotten one phone call, and it was to her dad, because the minute he landed, he got a text from her dad saying that she had been detained. Also, kind of odd, don't you think? Since he's there in Mexico? Well, I don't bl- – well, he was traveling. 
And he right. wouldn't have been able to take a call while flying. You're right. And I'm not surprised that she relied on her dad rather than him. Because this, this turd. Right. I call a lot of people turds, I noticed. But this turd put her in this situation. Right. I'd be pretty, pretty pissed. He was being pretty selfish, really. Yes. I get panicking, but when you panic and make well, crazy, stupid decisions. What I don't like is that he hung it over her head and said, if you love me, you'll do it. It should never be a statement. That, that was messed up. Right. And that's exactly what her dad said was, I don't think this is love. This is control. Hmm. He didn't like anybody treating his daughter that way and making her cry. We'll find out, I guess, how serious the detention was and if she's able, if she's actually stuck in there. <clears throat> or if no, she's able to if she's able to leave and go out and do her own thing while in Mexico City. I'm assuming this thing works. Well, she wouldn't even know where to go. Right. I mean, he made all the arrangements. So, right, and he wasn't in Mexico City, so she landed there and I guess was supposed to take a connecting flight or something they like were, that. They were supposed to meet in the airport, was what he said. Well, not in Me- he's not in Mexico City, though. He's not in Mexico City, I don't think. They, they landed in the same place. Oh. And they were supposed to meet in the airport. And remember, he looked around but couldn't find her. I think they're in different airports. And then he got the text. He said they were supposed to meet in the airport. Mm. But I think she had a connecting flight. I don't know. Mm. I didn't. My Mexican geography is not so great to know the distance between Puerto Vallarta and Mexico City. But just because of the elevation issue, I don't think it's close. Puerto Vallarta would be a coastal city. And I'm assuming with the Mexico City elevation, which I know is high, that it's probably not a, a coastal city. That comes from stupid soccer knowledge. I've never been to Mexico, so I me can't either, offer me any either. insight. I'm just saying. I know some stuff. Okay. Jovi and Yara. These two are fun. It's an these. This is an interesting couple. They, with both of them, you know exactly what they're thinking. Well, I all do the time. not like his attitude at mm. all. He sucks as a male. I think when I see this guy, all right? I now, think he's self absorbed. I think he reminds me. I think he's me, an alcoholic. And, I think he's in permanent party mode. And I, I don't, don't like him one bit. I don't know, but it seems like somebody that was in your past is who he reminds me of. Really? Do you think. Like an ex of yours, it just it's it's what I think of when I see him. Hmm. Interesting. A bit controlling. Well, yeah. A bit. Um, I don't know how much of a drinker he was, but not that. But not, I, not really at home. I just get the the controlling. You know, because this guy's well off. Yeah. Has a good career. Right. He probably hasn't done at that point. Hadn't done a whole lot with it. He just coasting along. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just my initial image. Jovi. Interesting. You know, he outfitted his bachelor pad with stuff that I would probably outfit mine with. He had some nice gray dishes and some basic furniture. He probably thought he was doing a good job. Yara's not quite the fan. <laughs> She says, your furniture. She said, the plates are like eating in prison. That's <laughs> what she said. And you just get trays in prison. I guess she hasn't seen like 60 days in. Yeah, it look, she wasn't a fan. A it looks like 
he had just like a random table against the window and she was not a fan. Yeah. And when he finally took it out, she was like, see, isn't that better? <laughs> they did this nicely. They went for a rug and a mirror. Now, it wasn't like we're getting a whole big apartment full of furniture. Right. Just two things. Yeah, because he didn't have a car either. And they had to take a car so they couldn't bring much home in one trip. They'd have to order and have it delivered, is what he said. Which is the smarter thing that they should have done anyway, right? Right. Because it looked like they went to some discount furniture place. Right. Although, if they didn't do that, (laughs) then this clerk, we wouldn't have met the clerk. Right. She She was cool. And equally opinionated. Right. First, she sided with him. About the size of the place and that the area they were in was nice. Very nice. Nice, and that's the size of the place you're going to get. Right. You should be happy. And he says, see, you should be happy. Yeah, she didn't seem partial to any one person. No. But she definitely made her opinions opinions known. But she jumped on on Jovi quite quickly. That's because his attitude sucked. Right. He didn't want to be there. I feel his pain. If we were going out to some place like this, except for what I would do. Yeah, if you talk to me like that, no, it, but we, it how, would be over. How we would this would go if this was us? If you, if the two of us went to this place and you said, I want to get this rug. And I said, eh, you know, I'm not a big fan of the rug. And you said, no, I want to get this rug. How would it have ended? You would say, I don't care. Right. <laughs> and get whatever get, and let's go. Let's go. I don't care about the rug. I legitimately would not care about I the rug. I don't like and- it, but I really don't care. So get what you want and let's go. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, this is not where I'm making my stand. Right. Is this where it's going to be? I'm making my stand on this rug. Right. You would not care about the rug. Right. You're going to walk on it, and the dog's probably going to pee on it. And yeah, that's can about the extent of it. Yeah, we get some pizza on the way home, right. is what I would say. <laughs> you could win me over with a pizza. Well, I'll get you pizza tonight. Well, that okay. Is, that is great. Perfect. I love the rug. <laughs> so they didn't get a rug. They didn't get a mirror. These two just don't get along. It's more volcanic than... Like a Mike and Natalie don't get along. Uh-huh. These two, and we talked about it before, they've been in vacation mode. Right. Easy when you're in a hotel. You're not choosing your own furniture. You're not having to make any decisions other than what are we going to... What gonna, can we do next? Where are we going to go eat? What are we going to drink? And when can we do it? Right. And when can we do it? This is your first time doing it in Belize. This will be our first time in doing it in Iceland. This will be our first time. So uh, that's what they do. That's what their past has been. Right. He then, I think, by the time they finally get there, he had already said uh, the whole line about it being his apartment. Yeah. And and she, she was not a big fan of that. Yeah, that was it. He only needed to say that one time. And she was done with this whole conversation. Yes. Okay, I'm not getting a rug or a mirror. Let's go. Right. To your apartment. <laughs> Jovi says, yeah, he'd done all this for hers. And then he says, this is his. And he really says to her, well, you have a place to live, don't you? Isn't that obnoxious? Man, I just slapped him right across the face yeah, right there. he probably just He had it. it coming. So, but she's she's pretty smooth. I mean, she didn't get too. She still wasn't yelling, and I no. Raped. She just left. She I'm removed herself, this. and she said probably my favorite line. And let's take Stephanie's lines out of this. That I slept with his cousin because <laughs> that is my favorite line, and that will always be probably my favorite line in Ninety Day Fiance. <sighs> but she said this: 
if you say one more time, this is your apartment, it will be your apartment because right. I, I will leave you here alone. To enjoy your apartment. <laughs> yes, this is yours. It can be yours all to yourself. And that was pretty calm and cool. Yeah, she stated just a fact. Yes, this is the fact. It was cool. I'm like, all right. So what did he do? He apologized. Sort of. He realizes she doesn't have anyone there. And then she told him to take these two things out and throw them away. And he did. Wasn't there a broken chair on the floor? Like maybe they had a fight about it or something? I don't know. Yeah. It was a broken chair and a table. And it looked like an old, like, broken rocking, wooden rocking chair or something like that. Is but he had just like. gotten everything because he had just moved in the apartment. Yeah, so I don't know why that was broken. I was I'm hoping thinking they had a fight. That would be cool. She didn't like the furniture and slammed it down. That's what I'm thinking. Like, she acts one way off camera and another way on camera. Maybe it's that switch he was talking <laughs> about. Or no, that wasn't his switch. Julia's the one with the right. switch. Right, Which, I guess, transitions us to them. Which was... I think, I guess the most interesting couple, because we've got a set of parents involved, and we don't normally. They are the something else. But here we are. We're back to the farm. Now we know we're familiar with this area and this part of Virginia. It is as rural as it gets. I mean, now, it's not West Virginia rural, but now the thing about the these parents, I think we can relate in that. We have similar beliefs, and we would probably have similar rules if it was our child. Oh, However, I think, the, I think the rules would be that they're not moving. You're not moving in, right? I would not even want to, you know, invite the opportunity to be sneaking to different rooms. That would be it. It would. It, that would be it. Right. We would find a way to help you if you wanted, right? But that we weren't going to do this in the house, right? Exactly. And so I think if they were going to be in the house, we'd have the same set of rules. However, I would not be buying condoms for my child. Right. <laughs> I think they take it too far yeah. in trying to insert themselves. Sure. The, the way it works is you set the rules, and if your adult children don't abide by your rules and they're not paying rent, then they have to leave. Right. That's how it works. These are the rules. These are the rules if you're going to stay in my house as my guest. You're always welcome at home, but you are a guest when you're an adult and you're not paying rent. If that was the only thing going on. I think that would be an issue, or that wouldn't be an issue. But you have all of this other stuff. You can see that Julia did not come here to work on a farm. No. She's never worked this on a farm. This is not going to work out. The, her and the animals don't seem... I mean, she's afraid of them. The animals are going to sense that. This right. probably it's not going to go well. It isn't a good thing. And and I couldn't get over how mom, the mom was just expecting her to wake up the next day and, and be a animals. farm girl. Yeah. Start doing chores on day one. It's like, huh? What? <laughs> she just got here. And, and yeah, she has. She's literally clueless. Right. She's just going to drop eggs everywhere. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. So, I mean, the, she, she looked excited when they got there, and she could see the horses and pet the horses. And that's probably the limit of what you'd have her do. Right. Let's go pet the horses and feed them a little bit during the day. But then they go to the chickens and the goats and the pigs. Yeah, it was going too far. Which I'm sure, I mean, it just made for good TV. But she was pretty clear of, I don't want to work on the farm. She said she's going to give it a month. We'll give us a month, 
And then they're yeah, going. She said that on camera, but she didn't say it to them. And right. I'm thinking she needs to have that conversation with him and be very frank about right. it. Well, they can at least stay there until they run out of condoms, right? <laughs> yeah. She needs to be. She needs to take a stance that's more like uh, Jovi's girlfriend. Well, where she just puts her foot down, and says, "This is how it is," and if you don't like it, we're done. <laughs> right. Like this is my limit, and I'm telling you what my limit is, and we have to work around this limit. Right. I've come here a long way. Right. I've come from Russia. I've given up my well, life, my family, my friends, my home, everything I know, and this is my limit. She right. needs to set boundaries and be firm about that. And they could end up going and leaving. The room situation, I thought, would be a little better. Yeah, they left tubs of construction material yes. in her There's room. There's buckets of paint. That's what I'm saying. I was like, That's what not the impressive. Heck? That's not cool. Brandon's yeah. room looked all right. Yes, it did. That's well, not okay. You're right. That's the room for doing it, evidently. Yeah. It's a little cleaner in there. They're at least hygienic. You can't put somebody in, do this, and then put them in that room. In a room with stuff. I mean, that's crappy. Is that how you prepared for this girl to come from another country and then be in a room by herself? Yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. At all. And it's a guest. And she's already got a deal. A guest who's going to be part of the family. And that's your first impression? Like, yeah, I thought that was pretty lame. Yeah. They seem pretty stuck in their ways. And look, you can go about, you're not, we're not letting you sleep in the same bed in the house. If that was the if that was it, then it would be it would be all right. But it's just a lot for her to deal with. The yeah. crickets in the kitchen. Did you see yes. that? Yes. What was with that? Were those the, were those for eating trash? No, 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 no. They had that that lizard thing. The yeah, chameleon. But, it's food for the chameleon. You remember we used to. Yeah, have, I get it, but but we what, used to have. Um, wouldn't that be a little loud? Those yes, were they big are. Crickets. You remember? Yeah, I used I to have crickets. I understand when we had. Um, I get it. Stuff that ate crickets. Right. Well, something you did probably like about Julia is when Dad was cooking steak, she asked how she liked her steak. And he was trying to describe it to her. Pink in the middle, and he didn't know. But she wanted all the way cooked, is what she said. All the way. But who do you not hear? So we've talked about all this. We hear Dad. Dad said something to Brandon about, you know, this isn't joking. And Mom's been vocal the whole time. And Julia was joking the whole time. What about he Brandon? He sits there quiet. Yeah, he wasn't He's saying a word. He's got no backbone at all. Right. He's a mama's boy He's just sure. standing by. Yeah, and she doesn't like that at all. And I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. He's got to have some backbone. So. I mean, he's a grown man. He's not even like he's not even like our kid who's 21. He's like almost 30. Right. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, it's just not good. Well, I mean, so he, and he, look, he jokes about it. And dad is probably firm with him for the first time that we've seen it. Uh-huh. About this isn't Yeah, a he got matter. real serious all of a sudden, didn't he? Yes. Like, we're not joking. I think it was kind of like. Yeah, because Brandon was like, uh, well, maybe if we keep talking about it, you'll and he poured, change your mind. He poured more wine poured in his cup. his wine into dad's cup. That was yeah. funny. And they said, but dad didn't laugh. Yeah, and he said, this is not funny. I'm not joking. Yeah. So you better take, not gonna change. take things more seriously. Pause. And Hayden's calling. I heard it vibrating. That's do, why do, I said it on the computer so no, I could hear it. No sweat, of course, when we try to do something and she's really early. Of course. Yeah, so really early. We move to Rebecca and Zaid. Uh, there's still not a whole lot here. We get some of him and his parents, and his parents seem all right. Mom's yeah. a little sad. 
dad tells him, you know, stay in, the best thing you can do is stay in contact with us. So right. it seemed like they were resolved they like nice to the fact that he was leaving. Right. He bought her a bracelet. Yeah, and his dad wants him to, you know, have a better life than he had. And that makes sense. Yeah. I think for us. They're not trying to hold him back or anything. It's been five days since the interview, and we get Rebecca sitting out in the park with her tablet. Hit and refresh. Hit and refresh, refresh, refresh. I told you, and I think you Nobody get, does. So. You get kind of mad when I talk about this, but I think she drew the worst producer <laughs> in 90 Day Fiance history. Add this with thing. her setup scenes. Yeah, these, this scene is completely set up, and we get it. You're low on content, so... Let's just get you on the park or hit and refresh. And oh, look what happened. Ta-da. Miraculously, it right worked. this minute. Oh, that's great. And then, what was it? We had last episode, two episodes ago, we had her, let's cut to the scene of her asleep in bed. Yeah, you talked about that. In the dark, and her phone rings. She turns the light on, answers the phone. Well, meanwhile, I Camera's guess. Camera's right there. The producer and the was cameraman were in the room creepily watching her sleep. Probably not. So here they've set these two things up. And, you know, you don't have to do this. It could just be a regular call. I don't think you need this footage. And it's sad that they're even using it. But who knows? So we really have no advancement on this story at all. Right. Just that he's packing and he got approved. I noticed her phone said, my love Zizu is what she said her, her, what she called him on, on the phone. My love Zizu is what his name is on her phone when she called him. I don't even know what else to talk. You know, I think, talk about, I think he said he's afraid, you know, that he'll never be back. And there's a chance he doesn't see his parents again. Yeah. So that was a bit sad. Yeah, he said he didn't know when he could make it back. Hopefully they switch producers by the time he gets, maybe they get (sighs) his producer gets to take over for the episode. Otherwise I won't be happy. I'll be as unhappy as Natalie. It's 88 days to wed. That's what we get. I didn't notice the update on the number of days to wed on any of the others. Yeah, they only show it on them. Yes, which is odd. What do you think that's about? I don't know. I wouldn't think you'd be putting the 88 on there if it didn't get to like two or three. Right. Well, from the preview, you remember at the beginning of the season, it's showing that they get down to like, the last day or the day after and they're not married and she's here illegally is what the preview suggested well none of that surprises me and that they're not married however we have some interesting information to share on inside scoop yes we do have at least some something on that so so you'll see something with that i noticed we got a little more insight into the house this time Mm -hmm. i know you weren't watching that closely but She's there making French toast. He's instructing her on how to make French toast. She um, washes the eggs, which I think people, most people would find weird. But you know, our eggs that we get are probably a little cleaner and neater than maybe eggs that she gets. She may get closer to raw eggs. from Right from a farm or yeah, something. Yeah, and so you'd need to wash the outside of them. Right. Because there's no egg. I don't care what you do, cracking the egg. Yeah, you're going to... Get some of the sludge. You'll get what? You get the salmonella. You get something on your hands, and yeah. So well, it's got. I mean, it's got poo on it. Once you touch the egg, and if it's not 
I guess, factory cleaned. Yeah, they're kind of gross. Yeah, then you're touching other stuff. But the thing is, if you want to store them at room temperature and they're farm fresh eggs, then you don't wash them until you're ready to use them. But his weren't farm fresh. These were in a container, clean, all the same size. But she maybe wouldn't know that. Yeah. And it could just be a habit. But while she's there and he instructs her on how to do this, the bread, the eggs, dunking it, over top of the stove, he's got like a pot rack. Uh Uh-huh. And in the pot rack are like three or four sets of sunglasses. That's weird. Instead of pots. There was one pot in there, but they were th- all of those sunglasses were in. That complete complete bachelor pad. So she tries she tries the French toast. She's not a fan. Oh, the look on her face. Well, think about... She doesn't even pretend to like it. Well, let's assume... Well, she didn't put any syrup on it, first of all. Yeah, that's a mistake, her butter. And so those are the things that make it better, right? Yes. But let's... So let's just think if she ate, and maybe it wasn't the hottest piece of French toast. That is gross. So let's assume you got a maybe undercooked... If you got an undercooked piece of French toast... I would guess without if syrup. It had some raw egg in it. Yeah, so you could see where this may not be and cold. That combination would make French toast uh, unpalatable. Uh, yes. So maybe that was what <laughs> but she got. It looks like he just served it and he was eating his. Yeah, so but it couldn't have been that bad. They were only you can only cook so many of these at a time. Right? Yeah, it did look pretty thick, so it is possible it was undercooked. There's only so many you can cook. You can, I mean, that would be the issue. Same thing if you're cooking pancakes, you're cooking French toast. Say so you got four or five pieces. It may be difficult to right. cook four or five at the You same know, time. if I make a whole bunch, I throw them back in the air fryer to re-crisp the outside mm. before I put them on somebody's plate. Mike doesn't appear reason. to be the air fryer kind of guy. No. So... They end up going to the city. She's sad because it's, she said it's a pity that she arrived in the winter and Mike's going to be at work and she's going to be alone. And what will she do with what, her whole what day? What will she do? He should get her on Netflix, you know? She could well, binge he told watch her, some stuff. He told her to watch TV yeah. and she looked at him like a deer in the headlines. Yeah, that'd be good. You could learn English. <laughs> binge watch something. He said that he'll take her fishing when it thaws. And she goes... As long as she doesn't binge watch uh, the family Chantel and learn her English from Karen, yeah, then she should be good. good. Not, yeah, not want to meet the rest of Mike's family. <laughs> she could do that. She could watch Netflix while she eats her carrot in the corner of the room. Oh, could you believe she said that? I'll, I'll just, just eat I'll my, just carrot, eat my in carrot in the corner. Oh, my gosh. He said, I guess I should buy you a great big bag of those carrots, huh? Oh. <laughs> she so, has something else. You so, know... What strikes me about her is nothing makes her happy. And when she's unhappy, which is 99.999% of the time, she makes it so obvious Mm. that it's rude. Yes. As if that's all he had to do in his life was to try to make her happy, which is impossible. Sure. And they go to the town, and she wants to go on a trip. And he says, well, I can't really work that out. You're going to have to wait. Really, two weeks. Uh-huh. And she, you know, why do you do this to me? Why would you treat me this way? Yeah. It's just so dramatic. And then they're in the city, and she needs to go off and be by herself, and he's trying to talk to her, and she won't say what's wrong. And obviously, he can't leave her alone, because she doesn't know where she is or where she's right. going. So what's he supposed to do, stand there while she pouts right. on the side of the road? And then she like doesn't talk stupid. to him, you know? Right. You know what's funny? is when we were watching that scene, uh, Holden, who just turned 13 yesterday, comes into the room 
and she's crying and pouting, you know, about whatever. And and Mike's asking her, what's wrong? What's wrong? Talk to me. And Holden goes, well, he would know what's wrong if you would tell him. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, spoken by a 13-year-old, and she can't figure this out. Right. He can't read minds. Right. And who is Mike? Mike, I think, better than anybody else we've ever seen in 90 Day Fiancé, Mike is 100% the guy who lives in this place. Right. Everything about Mike says he's Pacific Northwest. He's country boy. Country. Probably spent some time in a hunting blind. Sure. This is Mike. Yeah. You don't know Mike if you don't know that That that's Mike. That this is him. Right. Mike is never going to change. No. He he can't. I don't think he knows he's, he's anything. He's never going to live in the city. And it's not like, I don't think, it's not like he wouldn't. I really think he couldn't. You know, he is. Right. He is it's who he blood. is. He is what he is. Right. He's probably not the most exciting guy. Right. Mike's a steady fella. And I think, you know, his lifestyle there. Is slow. Quiet country life. Is reflected in his reaction to everything. Sure. Because we've said before when they have these fights and she does stuff like throw the wedding ring at him, like he never blows up. Right. He never shows anger. He's just steady. He's just steady. He would probably make, and I know he's divorced, so you'd think he'd just make a good steady provider. Right. And you maybe you'd like the house, maybe he likes the house a little cold. We do. But he's a big fella. Big guys, you right. know. Tend to be hot. I don't know. I I don't imagine that the house is probably 70 degrees, I would assume. A yeah. guy that size is probably a... a little warm. 68, maybe 65. Ugh. No wonder she's cold. <laughs> I would right. be too. She doesn't look prepared clothing-wise either. No. She could probably use... Well, you, like dress in layers. If I was cold right? in the house, yeah, I'd be wearing a lot more clothes, lots of socks... Shoes at all times. I'd maybe have an extra sweater on, like a cardigan or something. And I'd be drinking hot tea continuously. Right. This is how you deal with things in the cold. She's just sitting in the corner uh, and complaining. Eating her carrot. Eating her carrot. One big carrot. How do I peel this thing? (laughs) Thankfully, this is a fun episode. All everything about it was good. All the couples. I think, you know, Zaid and Rebecca and Andrew and Amir. There wasn't a lot there. But it was still fun. This yeah. is one of the funner episodes that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. So we had more couples in this one um, than we had in the others. Tariq was the only one not included, thankfully. Yay. <laughs> so that's it for this episode. I, we I could definitely do with less Tariq. If they wanted to leave him out of the rest of the episodes, I'd I'm hoping. That. I'm hoping because I like Rebecca and Zaid. I'm yes. hoping that this gets better. And maybe when he's there, there's a bit more going on. Yeah, it seems on. like they're going. Just get they're in saying there. how fast they went through Stephanie's life and times in this one episode. This seems like they're going really slow with Rebecca and Zaid. And maybe they're pulling out one of those 21, 22 episode seasons. So maybe that's why yeah, they're, they're, they're going slow. Bit. It's just Stephanie's was on fast forward. <laughs> and Rebecca and Zaid, it's, it's just on slow-mo. So we've got an inside scoop coming up. With some really I think good this is stuff. As like, much fun as this was, I think, and we came out with an earlier one before because there's a lot of news going on yeah, now. Yeah, we just have so much and, over the holidays that we, we are having to do extra episodes. Couldn't get to it all. So we've got our 
favorite couple that we thought would never be back again. We have some really good Ashley and Jay stuff. Scoop on them. We've got some, and they're from they're from season six of the original show. We've got um, you found some stuff on Alan and and Curlium, Curlium, They're they're the originals. That's season yeah. that's season one. So that's yeah. cool. We've got I like some, them. Jenny and Summit. They're from the other way, season one and two. Yeah. You got a little Mike and Natalie stuff going in here. Yeah. And there's some Eric and and who was it? Um Leda. Yes. From season six. We may get oh, to I them. Can't stand maybe her. I'll put that at the end and cut it out if 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 it doesn't work out so well. Or maybe the other stuff will be long enough that we won't have to get to them. So stay tuned. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.